What is up, guys? Welcome into the Fantasy Dogs podcast. It's your host here, Joe Mason, and I'm joined by my good friend, Nick Huber. Nick, how you doing today? And I am so ready to join the Fantasy Dogs podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, I love the board this week, so I'd probably fade me. All right. Hey, I need your help because I went five for 14 last <laughs> week, and that's not going to get oh, it done. So yeah. I'm glad I have you here. Today's Thursday, November 12th. Uh, we are going to jump right into it. We're going to we're going to briefly talk about tonight's game because this is going to get rolled out probably right around game time. First game up on Thursday, November 12th, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are favored by two points and the over under is 48 and a half. Uh, Nick, I like the Titans here at minus two. Who do you got? See, this is how we're starting already. I actually am. Uh, I'm going with the Colts plus two. All right. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in the, the, the Titans just, I just feel like they're not getting it done uh, enough. I know they beat the Bills. That was a big win for them. Um, it was a, a shutout. But um, I have the Colts plus two in this game, and I have it being a, a more of a defensive matchup. Yeah, absolutely. The Colts are just killing it against all positions. Uh, you know, they're, yeah. they're one against quarterback and tight end, three against running back, ten against receivers. So it's just – it's going to be a tough, tough matchup for the Titans. Uh any uh, I, I like Corey Davis in this game, although he put up a dud last week. Besides last week, he's yeah. been solid. Um, are you playing any of the Colts running backs? That's such a scary backfield right now because you, as much as we all want it to be Jonathan Taylor, um, they haven't really shown a, a predominantly Jonathan Taylor backfield the whole season. So um, I think it's really a crapshoot on who gets the who gets the the most explosive play in that backfield, really. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a hard to choose. And, you know, Trent Baalke, the old general manager for the 49ers, always talked about a three headed monster. He would he would absolutely love this. But yeah, yeah, he's he's not he's not doing too hot. Now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trent Baalke. Uh, uh, the one note I did have, though, was um, I actually in this spot, I, I, I would not play Tannehill today. Um, I'd actually I think that if you if you need to stream a quarterback at all. Um, and you have Tannehill as maybe one of your starters. Uh, I really like Tua, and we could talk about that later. Yeah. But I would I would go with Tua over Tannehill, um, especially this week. Absolutely, he's one of my streamers. Uh, Tua is, so I think that's fair. Um, are you excited about Michael Pittman this week? I was just telling I was just telling you, Joe. I'm, I'm doing a lot of DFS showdown lineups today, and I think I have Pittman in probably eighty um, percent yeah. in my lineups. So I have him eight out of ten for tonight's showdown. I like it. Uh, over under 48 and a half, which side are you choosing? Uh, I went with the under. Um, I feel like it's going to be a, a real defensive battle. I feel like um, you, you got You can play both defenses in this game. Phillip Rivers is known for turning the ball over, but uh, I have the under going. All right. Uh, going to Sunday, we got the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. The line is 53 and a half over under. That's a pretty nice line right there. That looks like it is – oh, it's the second highest on the week behind the Bills and Cardinals. And right now Vegas has the Browns favored by three. Who are you taking here on the point spread? Uh, I went with the Browns minus three. I, I, I had to. Um, there was some Nick Chubb sightings. I don't think he's playing this week, though. I don't know if you can if – you, if you have any updates on Nick Chubb. But um, I feel like the Browns are just a – they're a strong team and the Texans haven't shown it. Yeah, I mean, I'm also taking the Browns here minus three. Chubb, uh, yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of iffy. 
I agree. Yeah. Uh, he's had he's had good practice apparently this week, but it wouldn't surprise me to have Stefanski just rule him out because Kareem Hunt's just been getting it done. All the wide receivers in this game have great matchups, so I think you can even yeah. start, you know, Higgins if you have to. Uh, so yeah, it, it looks good on uh, for the wide receivers here. Yeah, I have I have both both defenses are in the bottom half um, against mm-hmm. almost every every position. So honestly, you have great great value with a high over end there. I'll take the over. Um, and give me all the all the special play, all the all the players on both offenses. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Next game up, we have the Washington football team at the Detroit Lions. The over unders forty five and a half, and the Lions are favored by four. Uh, it's a little scary. Lions favored by four. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, I think I think if Kenny Galladay is back, I like it. But if he's not back, I think I would take Washington. Now, um, for me, I, I told you this, I mean, before uh, it took us a second to get what that over under was going to be, but I didn't care what it was. I was going to slam the under. Um, and for the, for the most part, I, I actually went the opposite way. I mean, I took Lions minus four. Um, I think TJ Hawkinson in that backfield is enough to get through the, uh, the Redskins. Uh, my apologies to Washington football <laughs> hey, team. Hey, that's all right. I still call uh, Las Vegas, <laughs> Oakland, so we're working there, there. Yeah, something to monitor. TJ Hawkinson practiced on Wednesday. He did not practice today. He's battling a yeah. toe injury. So if he – just something to keep an eye on. He has been unbelievable. I think he's tight end four on the year. You know, he's just – he's had that breakout year, especially since last year. Remember, he had week one blow up, and then we were just waiting for it every single week, and then he just tore down your it fantasy was- team. It was him and, and Danny Amendola, I want to say, had a yeah. huge week one, yep. and then you see them off of every waiver report the next day almost, <laughs> I feel like. Yeah, that, that was rough. Antonio Gibson's got a great matchup against the Detroit Lions, 30, 32nd ranked running back uh, against running backs against defense. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, TJ Hawkinson's a good play if he's healthy. Next game up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers. I saw today somebody bet 99K – to win 9K on the Green Bay covering 13, I think it was. Or no, money line, I think it was to win outright. Yeah. Yeah, that's outrageous, wow. right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. baby, if we had it, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I feel like you just slam the Packers here. Uh, yeah, so the uh, point spread 13 and a half for the Green Bay Packers, over under 51 and a half. Great matchups for the Green Bay Packers across the board. Nick, what are you taking here for the for the line? Uh, I'm taking Packers minus 13 and a half. Uh, I think it's going to look just like last week when the Packers played the Niners, man. I agree. I'm with you. For over-under, 51 and a half, what side do you like? Uh, I took the over. Um, I, I feel like with the, the running game that, that the uh, Jaguars have shown with James Robinson, um, a little bit of well, Jake Lutton last week, um, I feel like they're going to be able to score some points. Yeah, some gluten-free. I feel like they're going to be able to score some points. Um, and it's, it's going to be a high scoring affair. Yeah. Both running backs have great matchups here. James Robinson and Aaron Jones. Let's see. Aaron Rodgers obviously can't go wrong. Uh, yeah. This game should have a lot of points and good fantasy value. Are you interested in any Jacksonville wide receivers? Uh, you know, Joey, I have a lot of shares at Keelan Cole. I think I have him in like two mm-hmm. out of our three leagues. Right. So, um, he hasn't shown it this season, uh, did Jake Luton, do you think that Jake Luton brought back the emergence of DJ Chark as, as that number one or number two receiver that he was drafted in the position to be? Because that's the question. I do. And, uh, you know, Chark's had battling a little bit of injuries this year. I do think Gardner yeah. Minshew has 
thrown a report with Keelan Cole, but obviously he's not going to be caught behind center this weekend. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you have DJ Chark, he ended up on a waiver wire in one of my redraft leagues and I picked him up and had to play him and it turned out pretty yeah. well last week. So yeah. I think you could definitely fire up uh, DJ Chark to do to do this weekend. Based off of last week, I agree. Yeah. Uh, next game, the Philadelphia Eagles are at the New York Giants. Woohoo, NFC East. Uh, the <laughs> Eagles are favored by three and a half points, a 44 point over under. I am taking the Eagles here and the under. Nick, what are you, what are you picking? Uh, I'm actually right there with you. I have the Eagles minus three and a half, and I have the under 44. Um, I'm, I feel more comfortable with the under at 44 and a half. My, mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't like a push. So right. um, I would buy that half point. So. I'm right there. Awesome. Yeah, Miles Sanders and Jalen Rager should be back. So that's exciting if you've been waiting on Miles Sanders. And Jalen Rager, I think, is still on some waiver wires out there. So you can go pick him up, and hopefully he can have some breakout second half of the season now that he's healthy. Yeah, I agree. I I actually have a side note on this. Honestly, I don't think I would start a wide receiver in this game if their name wasn't Travis Fulgham. Oh yeah, um, I like the upside of Jalen. I like the upside of Jalen Rieger. Um, I think he could have a big second half after he's gotten through all that injury trouble at the beginning. But um, I want to see it a little bit more. He had a, he had a good week last week. Um, I want to see it again before I feel comfortable. But I'm comfortable with tra- starting Travis Fulgham. I agree. Next game up, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Another division game. The Buccaneers are favored by five and the over under is 50 and a half. And Tom Brady just looked terrible last week. And I think that just has to, yeah, it has more to do with how good the new Orleans saints defense is. What, yeah. what, uh, what line are you taking here, Nick? Well, I wanted, I wanted you to say this first. So I, I, can I, can I ask you, can I point the question at you? What line are you taking in this game, Joey, please? I am taking the Buccaneers minus five and I'm taking the over. That's what I wanted to hear. So Joey, I have a little nugget for you. I know we talked about these nuggets, <laughs> all right? So we got the man, Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I'm taking I'm taking the the Panthers plus five. When it comes to when it comes to covering, Teddy is a covering machine, Joey, with 193 possible co- starting quarterbacks with 40 plus starts. Teddy Bridgewater has the best record at covering the spread at 33 and 11. Se- wow. Second place is Pat Mahomes. So um, we've seen it time and time again. Teddy covered last week. Teddy covered. Uh, Teddy covered earlier in the year against New Orleans, um, which the Bucks couldn't do. So that's that's awesome. where I'm at. Good knowledge, phenomenal knowledge. Yes, sir. I'm hoping. Uh, oh, I'm looking at the wrong game here, but Rojo and, and Leonard Fournette have good matchups. I think it's just depending on which one Bruce Arians is going to pick <laughs> to lead the backfield. So flip a coin for that one. Yeah, I, I have it on my notes. I straight away from Rojo. Um, I feel like in this matchup, you can play Fournette. He's getting the receptions um, here at PPR League. Fournette's a great start. Uh, Rojo's scary, man. He's having he's having problems holding onto the ball, and, and BA mm-hmm. does not like that. He doesn't take yeah. he doesn't take kindly to it. Yeah, are you buying Curtis Samuel's last three games? He's been able to put together, I think, two two twenty point performances and one like nineteen or something. So he's been he's been great for fantasy. Are you buying uh, into I, it? I purposely don't want to. I know, I know. Um, I have friends of mine trying to cash in on him uh, over the from the last few weeks, and um, I've declined every offer. I can't. I can't do it, man. There's Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. I feel like are better options, and then you have uh, CMC coming back, but obviously he's out again this week. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, just one week, and 
Hopefully, fingers crossed. Take away Curtis Samuel's away because McCaffrey had how many touches last week? 20, um, 28. Did he? That's great. For 28 back. touches. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Samuel will get some running back work again while he's out. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I I sold high on him. I, I've been I was shopping him around. I think I even sent you a trade for him and you rejected it. But it, yeah, I was able I to get a, I was able to get a twenty one second from my from my cousin for him. So I'm, I'm thrilled. There we go. <laughs> Next game up, we got the Denver Broncos at the Oakland Raiders. There it is. There it is. Las Vegas Raiders. See, I did it. There too. we go. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders are favored by five points here. And the over and under is 51 and a half. I am taking the Broncos plus five. And this one is in Las Vegas. So I, I'm going to take the under. It's a high over under here. Uh, for, for the most part, I, I, I actually took the opposite. Um, I can see where you're coming from, though. So I took the Raiders at minus five. Uh, one of my notes is Drew Locke scares me. That garbage mm-hmm. time, yeah. he's, he's going to second half. He's just going crazy um, every week. Um, and, and the Broncos wouldn't be a bad bet here under Vic Fangio. The Broncos are actually going to be, um, they're nine and four, uh, as an under, if they're given less than a TD Wow, under Vic Fangio. So it's not a bad bet on the Broncos, but uh, I feel like the Raiders could take care of it at home. Yeah, definitely. Shut out, shut out big Mike. <laughs> yeah. I hope Henry Ruggs can get it going for where some people had to draft him, but you know, he impacts the game regardless if he gets catches or not. So that's good for the Raiders offense when he's healthy. I'm not sure Gordon or Lindsay, they have a great matchup against the Raiders, 29th ranked defense against the running backs. But I think this is similar to, you know, Rojo and, and Leonard Fournette. It's just which one are they going to – obviously Gordon's the 1A, but I just feel like they get Lindsay involved so much that like last week I think they both had, you know, just, just stud game – or sorry, just – uh just stink games. They just didn't do anything. So it's uh, tough to trust one of those guys. Yeah. For them, it's, it's the same as I said with the Colts. It's who's going to break the bigger play. It's going to mm-hmm. be the better, it's going to be the better play that, that game. Um, it, and it's hit or miss. It's one, a one B really is how they play them. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to the next game. We have the Los Angeles chargers against the Miami dolphins. The over under is 48 and the dolphins are favored by two and a half here. It's the battle of the fifth overall pick versus the sixth overall pick. It should be an exciting game. I'm excited to see both these quarterbacks go out there. Which, uh, which line are you picking here, Nick? Uh, I took the chargers two and a half, man. I, I just feel so bad for the chargers and, and <laughs> the last few seasons and Justin Herbert, and he's playing so great, dude. So, yeah, um, I feel like I feel like when the lights come on, the stars come out, and I feel like uh, for the most part, Justin Herbert, he's got to get it done this week, and and he's he's done it every week, and the defense is going to have to help him out. So I took the Chargers two and a half. Yeah, I think uh, Anthony Lynn even said, and he, you know, he's like, I've never had a season like this. <laughs> Poor guy, like it's just been terrible. They've had I think three or four games they've just lost on the last play. It's it's rough outrageous yeah and uh who, who are you taking in this matchup joey i took the dolphins the dolphins defense has been top 12 in fantasy i think the last four games they've played so they've just been yeah. excellent and you know the defense is coming around I, I i am taking the the over in this game it's 48 it's a lot of points yep. but i think, I'm right I think they you. can do it i'm right there with you big dog awesome yeah like i said earlier if you got if you got two i think you could stream them I would start him over Tannehill, like Nick said earlier. And then Gasecki has uh, – I think you could I think you could play Gasecki here. The Dolphins are pretty good against tight ends, but 
I think I th- I'm looking for Tua to look for his security blanket over the middle in this one. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see uh, I could see Tua going to Gasecki. Um, I think you have to go with Devontae Parker. Obviously, he's a he's oh, yeah. a must start. He, he's I think he had a touchdown two weeks ago into his first start, which was one of his only his mm-hmm. only touchdowns. He had a touchdown this last week too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, Devontae's a, obviously a must start. Um, you drafted him that way, and he's gonna he's gonna remain that way with Tua under center. Yeah. All right, next game up is the highest over-under of the week. It's the Buffalo Bills at the Arizona Cardinals. 56-and-a-half over-under. And right now the, the Cardinals are favored by two. I am taking the Bills here. It is in Arizona, but I, I think the Bills are playing one of the – you know, they're just one of the best teams in the NFL right now at 7-2. and two. So I'm taking them uh, to cover this spread. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Bills plus two is the way to go. Um, so the people at home know it's that the Cardinals are actually one in five, uh, against the spread as a home favorite. Um, so you got to go with the, you got to go with the bills. They look way better. Um, and I'd actually slam the under in this game too. I think 56 and a half is too many points. Um, I could see this game being around 24 to 24 to 14, somewhere in that range. Yeah. It's the Kyler Murray effect there. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think the under is like five and one in their last six. Okay. Yeah. Um, so something like that, something obviously can correct me later, but it, then there's a, a safe bet here. Great facts, Nick. Hey, so then also just some fantasy perspective, Kenyon Drake has been limited this week. This is a big surprise to me because I thought he was expected to be out with, you know, his high ankle sprain of, of four to six weeks, but it looks like it was more of a ligament strain and, you know, that has a little bit of a quicker recovery time. So it's very possible he plays this, this weekend. Christian Kirk has been excellent. Um, similar to Curtis Samuel, he has just put, been putting up great weeks. I think Jason Moore, the fantasy footballer, said he's been like the wide receiver two uh, the past three weeks, not including his his buy he had. So that's that's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could start Christian Kirk. Yeah, when you asked me earlier about Curtis Samuel, um, I'm going to sell Curtis Samuel. Um, I don't think he's uh, he's going to remain that value that valuable rest of the season. Um, but I'm buying Christian Kirk. Uh, I picked up Christian Kirk, Kirk in multiple redraft leagues um, yeah. in the last two or three weeks, and uh, he's led me to some wins in multiple leagues. So I think you can uh, – Christian Kirk's available somehow. Pick him up. If, if you have him on your, your bench, don't keep him on your bench. Put him in somehow. Start him. Yeah, you got to start him. I agree. Next game up, we have uh, the Seattle Seahawks against the Los Angeles Rams. The 6-2 and two Seahawks and the 5-3 and three Rams. Close division matchup. The Rams are favored by one and a half. Over-under is 55 and a half. Next, the second highest on the week. Uh, which side are you, are you choosing here, Nick? Uh, I'm with the Seahawks. It's more of a pick honestly, at one and a half points. It's who's going to mm-hmm. win this game is, is the, the biggest thing. And I think the Seahawks are just a better team than the Rams. Uh, despite what the Bills did them last week. And the Bills are an elite-level team, um, one of those top-tier teams this year. So, Yeah, the, the Rams also, of their five wins, four of them are against the NFC East. So I'm, I'm still kind of iffy on if they're legit or not. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, Tyler Lockett, so obviously he had that huge game a, f- a couple weeks ago. I think he had like 43 points or something in PPR. His yeah. other three performances – uh, going back four weeks, his other three performances, he's scored eight points, seven points, and eight points. Are you nervous at all about starting him this week against the Rams' number one ranked wide receiver uh, against def- or for defenses against wide receivers? You know, Tyler Lockett, you have to play him because of his ceiling. Um, yeah. I, I'm in a redraft league where I actually have a guy that drafted and is starting 
DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett every week. Um, and at the end of the day, it works out. Yeah. Like it, it works out. One of them's getting 30 to 40 points. Like it's what it seems like every week. Um, and when you split that up, I'll take 15 and 15 or I'll take 20 and 20 is what it really has been. Right. DK Metcalf the last few weeks and Tyler Lockett that one week against the Cardinals. So, yeah, I think if you're getting 80% of Russell Wilson's passing yards to anybody, I think that's great. So, yeah. So that's awesome. You got to start Tyler Lockett. You could start all the Rams wide receivers in this line, in this matchup. Yep. Even even Josh Reynolds, I think you can throw him in there. The Seahawks are 32 against wide receivers. Goff, Jared Goff, you could stream him as well. Uh, Cooper Cup has been limited this week with an oblique strain. And then I think Sean McVay at the presser said that he's dealing with a wrist injury. So I don't really know what's wrong with him, but it sounds like he's on track to play. So that's Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like he's going to play through the pain. Um, and uh, Cooper, Cup, Co- Cooper Cup is needed in a lot of leagues this week. So mm-hmm. um, we'd love to see him out there and, and get through this week with, a, with such a great matchup. Yeah, are you uh, for? I don't know if we got the over under, but what what side do you like of the fifty five and a half? Oh, oh, I'm going to the over. Over, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going the over. Both the uh, the, the Seahawks defense is, is is just horrible, and then the <laughs> and then the Seahawks offense is amazing. So they're going to be giving up points and, and putting points on the board at the same pace. Yeah. Next game up, we have the San Francisco 49ers against the New Orleans Saints. The line is nine and a half on the Saints side, and the over/under is fifty. This was the game of the year last year in New Orleans, but it's definitely going to be a lot different. I I see this going the same way as the Niners and Packers game last week, with the Saints just kind of dominating them. I'm taking the Saints at nine and a half, and I'm actually going to take the over. I think the Niners are going to get enough garbage points here to hit that over uh, over/under of fifty. See, this is the this is the, I have the Saints at minus nine and a half. This is the only over under I did not feel careful uh, or feel too too particular on either side about Joey. Um, for me, it's it really comes down to whether Mullins throws more interceptions than touchdowns. Um, yeah. And based off of last week, we we really don't know. Um, the quarterback's been a problem for the Niners for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, so for <laughs> we, we all know everybody that knows us knows our feelings on Jimmy G and, and uh, we'll just agree to disagree there you go. <laughs> so uh, looking at fantasy plays McKinnon had, was actually a running back one last week believe it or not he scored that last second touchdown in the game which propelled him to be an RB1 I think you could play McKinnon you can play Brandon Ayuk I even think Jordan Reed is a good start and on the Saints side, you're starting their core, Drew Brees, Kamara, Thomas, and Jared Cook also has been pretty solid. That's a tight end. Yeah, um, I would throw Emmanuel Sanders in there as well. Honestly, I feel like everyone's going to be able to touch the ball this week. Um, for the most part, though, the, the only thing that does scare me is uh, if this game gets out of hand quick, Kamara's uh, value might go down. I, we saw it last week. A lot of the touches did go over to Latavius Murray, to uh, – to their third string back. I can't, I can't remember his name, but the, there's a reason for that anyways. So, right. Um, yeah, that, that's my, my only worry is that your run defense is going to be able to stop Kamara. They're going to get the points through the air. Um, and then bam, Kamara uh, is not getting as many touches as he would the rest of the game. Yep. All right. Heading on to the next game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals against your Pittsburgh Steelers. The yes, point spread is six and a half on the Steelers side over under is 45 and a half. Uh, Nick, what is your unbiased opinion on this game? No, I'm going to be honest with you, Joey. Um, just just with what's up in the air right now, we have Big Ben who needs to have, what, three more negative COVID tests. Um, not going to practice this week. He's going to come into the game on Sunday as long as he can get through the COVID 
protocol as somebody had close contact. Um, I call him Joey backdoor, baby. Joey's going to find a way to cover. Uh, we're going to win. The Steelers will win this game. You can bet the Steelers money line. Um, but it's going to be a close game, and, and the over is going to hit as long as Big Ben's in that game. Understood. If, if Big Ben, for whatever reason, cannot play, um, you know, are, are you t- are you would you recommend people wait to see if Ben is is active before making a bet on this game, or or what would you do? Oh yeah, um, I, if you watched football last year, you, you already know. <laughs> uh, if, if we if we go up against an offense that can score points, I know we have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, and, and, and it's going to be hard matchups for everybody, um, except for probably the receivers, but the receivers aren't going to get their points against us through the, uh, through the end zone. They're going to get their points against us through receptions. Um, I, you can't play, you can't, you can't bet on the Steelers. If, uh, if we have, uh, yeah, whatever his name is back there, Mason, Mason, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph, Red Nose Rudolph. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, looking at the, other players you can probably play. Joe Mixon has been sitting out all week. He was doing kind of sideline drills at practice today. I don't expect him to play. Eric Ebron's a great stream this week against the uh, Bengals defense, which ranks 31 against tight ends. So I think Eric Ebron is a good play this week. And I'm expecting James Conner to have a bounce back game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. James Conner, um, especially if we don't have big Ben, but James Conner, James Conner, I could see him getting the end zone twice this week. Um, that's normally what happens when we play against our division rivals and division division opponents. Um, is we do it through the uh, we do it through, we do it on the ground and not through the air as often. So I could see James Conn in the end zone twice. Yeah, looking at the next game, this is the Sunday night game. It is the Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. The Ravens are favored by seven, and the over under is forty three and a half. This might be unpopular. Maybe you agree with me, but I'm I'm going with the Patriots here as a little sneaky. I just kind of feel like. You know, I, I don't know if you heard it this week, but the rate Lamar Jackson was talking about how defenses were calling out plays at the line of yep. scrimmage. And I I have a feeling like the Patriots are gonna make this make this an interesting game. So I'm picking them plus seven. Yeah, that was on the the, the Rich Eisen show, right? It was uh he was calling in and um it's not it's not that great of a look for Lamar and the Ravens, no, honestly. But it's not. It's not. <laughs> but um, anyways, I'm right there with you. I have the Pats at plus seven. I don't think the Pats win this game. Um, honestly, uh, the Ravens are a great team, but uh, I feel like they're going to be able to keep it close. Um, I know last week we had the Jets, and the, the Jets were able to. I think Jets covered right last week. They did. Yeah. So it, it's just. The Patriots defense is going to be there on, on, on Lamar. They're going to be able to know the plays, especially if the rest of the league does, and, and you can take the Pats at plus seven. Awesome. Yeah, Nikhil Harry should be back for the Patriots, although I don't think you're playing him. I think uh, Jacoby Myers is interesting. A lot of people were saying that he is a top 36 wide receiver going forward, but I just need to see Cam Newton throw him the ball a couple more games before I, can, I think I can get on board with that. And then also Mark Ingram is practicing. I expect him to be in the mix with Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins for carries, kind of like a three, a three-way split uh, for this week. Uh, yeah, and, and 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 for fantasy value, I mean, I'm I'm starting J.K. Dobbins regardless. Um, when Mark Ingram's in there, he's still on the field getting receptions. Uh, yeah. And and Mark Ingram hasn't been able to show it this season. Hasn't been able to show that burst. I think he is like the. 30, I think he's the 32nd running back at, at yards after contact. Um, so you got to play J.K. Dobbins still. I love Jacoby Meyer. Jacoby Meyer had a, a, a big comeback. I was down 16 points in our, oh, our, yeah. our Dynasty OG League. And, Shout out to Anthony. Uh, I was able to dodge the Dalvin Cook massacre that I thought I was going to be a part of uh, because of Jacoby Meyer. So All right. uh, I, think you, I think you could play him. 
Yeah, good knowledge. Are you taking the over or under here at 40 and a half? I think you said under, right? Uh, yeah, I'm taking the under at 43 and a half. Yeah. Under. Monday Night Football, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. The over-under is 45, and the point spread is two and a half favorite to the Vikings. Nick, who do you like in this game for Monday Night Football? Uh, I have the Vikings at minus two and a half. They've covered five straight, Joey, since starting off 0-3 against wow. the spread at the beginning of the year. So um, I have the, the Vikings at minus two and a half, and I have the under because I just don't think that Bears defense is yeah. going to be able to do much. And, I have, uh, and, and obviously – uh, Dalvin Cook is probably going to be their offense again for a third straight week. Yeah, definitely. I don't think Dalvin Cook can be stopped. So, I, yeah, I do like this. I also have the Vikings here. Justin Jefferson, I feel like since the beginning of the year, he's had these big blow-up games. He can just give you a top three week. So, I, you have to have him in your lineup pretty much every week, unless you're going to miss out on that. Yep. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Graham also has been pretty solid for tight ends. If you need a, if you need to start, Jimmy Graham has been getting it done and getting a lot of red zone targets. So he should be solid. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm here with you. I agree with you. Vikings and the under is, is great to go with. There we go. Well, awesome. Hey, that covers it for week 10. I appreciate everybody listening in and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining Nick. No problem, man. Thanks for having me.